In this episode of Camp Clip Series, we're at J.B. Caldwell's Camp JC2 Officials, where we have some post-game discussions about crew dynamics and some subtle mechanic and signal fixes. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. The audio experience for basketball officials. Serve the game. You had an N1 play that was going away from you, going right. Hate it. Going right to John. You hated it. Good. I like it. Enough said. Leave it alone. Your travel signal. I want you to make it a little bit smaller and more compact. It's a little, little big. Just tighten it up. Almost like um, you're hitting the speed bag. Yeah. I, I, we'll work on it. Yeah. Well, you know the boxing speed bag, but you just bring it a little bit lower. Hold, sit, sit. You don't need to show the hold on the spot. And stay here, I like the one the one hand. But remember, we use that for rebounding fouls, loose ball plays, when the um, when the offense is not shooting. John, really strong bump signal. Look, copy and paste that. Great court presence, great table mechanics. What's the approved over the backboard signal when the ball goes out of bounds over the backboard? That's a trick question. There's no signal. There's no signal. So just point the direction. Okay, I do this. Out of bounds. So, I mean, okay, you, you're adding that to, that's fine, but it's excess, not necessarily okay, right. need. We all see it goes all the way up. Dude, white ball. That's okay. all that's needed. It's just an out of bounds. It's still what it is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got black ball. All right, we got more. We'll, we'll save it for the end of the game. Complex. Just got to add a little bit of patience to it. Just because he's in their personal space doesn't mean there's a legal contact yet. No need to wipe off travels, so no need to wave off a travel. You had a travel from lead. Did you get a good look at that play? You were travel. center. I didn't see that. It was okay. in transition. Yeah, it came down to the corner here. He caught it a little low, and when he realized he was a little low, he kind of shuffled his feet a little yeah, bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In anxiety. Right. But then yeah. he went up with it, so, and so that's why I'm Sure, understood. Off, but, but as soon as we go here and travel, then there's no shot at all. It's, everyone knows. Everyone knows that. So it's just one. Say, this shot doesn't count. Just eliminating yeah. excess is one less thing we have to do. It makes your right. job easier. Yeah. You know. Um, you had a 331. Or 331, there was a spin move foul. Offensive player spins, goes up into two defenders. It looked like good verticality. Do you remember the foul you had over there? You were in lead on the spin move. Did I have a shooting foul there? Yeah. I think I had an A to B on that one. Was it A to B or I had some hand contact? Yeah. I don't remember the play, though, so I'm not going to say that with confidence. From my view, 90 feet away, it looked like verticality. Okay. Plus, it's offensive initiating contact, too. So take that into consideration also before you call a foul on the defense. You can eliminate the number of shots on the spot of the foul. So every foul you have, you're going up here. Just something you're not going to do as you, you do, do more games. Um, we've got time. 41.4, rebounding foul. You had a rebounding foul. It was an excellent call. I thought it could have came from you in trail. Did you have any opinion on that play? That you were uh, on this side. You called it from lead. You were trail. It was pretty significant contact. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. It was a good call. I yeah, thought I it, think I was waiting on it and then okay. I ended up having a whistle. So just um, be strong on rebounding plays in trail. Okay. All right, good stuff. Just dating back to the first half, you had a foul on a hit to the head. Did the guy get punched in the head? 
No. Oh, because you reported a hammer punch. <laughs> is, that, is that your hit to the... I've never seen the hammer punch. Yeah. He got... So I would, I would just say do that. A little bit more gentle. A little gentle. Sometimes I hit myself in the head too hard. I'm like, damn. This episode of the Crown Reps podcast is brought to you by RefereeStore.com. To save 15% on all United Attire products, enter Crown15 at checkout. We hope you enjoy this episode and do us one last favor before you listen. Have a great rest of your day. 14 minutes out of bounds play. I think you've had this, you had this two times where an out of bounds play. Instead of pointing the new direction, you're pointing to where the spot is. So just keep this, the correct sequence of signals. The sequence, you're working on pro stuff, I see. So you're not stopping the clock. You just point the new direction. And then on those plays that we want to communicate where it went out, point new direction, white ball, and then just point to the spot a little bit more emphatically. And that's a good way to cover exactly what you're trying to do. I know, I know that feeling. It's a quick out of bounds. You want to show the spot and then point, but wait, anybody's questioning you, that's where he stepped out. 10.49, you had a really good no call on one end, and then, no, it was over here. I was almost like, all right, that's kind of a foul, but I like the no call, we're good. We went and played on, then we had contact down there that was similar to maybe matching that contact, and you had a whistle on that. Did, did you like your whistle? Did you process maybe that matching no calls on both I ends? I didn't process his no call was the same thing that I called in there. Had I processed that his no call was more, I don't think I would have gotten a whistle on that one and said, hey, that's that was less than what his was. And it's tough to really catalog plays that are too far ahead or too far separated apart. Like if it was ten plays later, I wouldn't expect you to make that connection. But if it happens on the next possession, we gotta remember clean no call on one end, it's gotta be illegal contact. I'm giving the officials in this game an A plus. Good, I give you an A plus for your behavior. <laughs> We were wrapping up this post game, and then the head coach said this. I'm giving officials in this game an A+. Plus. Good, I give you an A+, plus for your behavior. Here is the main teaching point centered around being unaffected by other people's opinions. Doesn't matter what the coach says, whether, whether they said A+, plus or D-, minus. it's irrelevant. We thank them, we appreciate it, but it's irrelevant. So don't get gassed up when a coach says you did a good job, and don't worry when they say you suck. It's a two-way street. I question you and you add immediate answer. It shows that conviction and confidence. It's great. 516, foul in transition on the swipe down. Ball gets ball and then I see gets a little hand. But I thought there was ball first. Do you think you could have laid off this play? Do you know which one you're talking about? Yeah, and I think it's kind of similar to what I had in the first half. Just kind of be patient with it. The possession consequence, if he loses it, then. So I definitely could have been more patient. The, that might not be a possession consequence yeah. play because it's a shooting foul. Maybe if that causes yeah. a. Yeah. Possession consequence, then I understand applying that logic there. But on the shooting foul, I just think we got to let it start, develop, finish the side, and add a little bit more patience to see what that contact did. In this case, it really didn't do much, you know. Um, and then 408, someone had a foul on the pass. I think you did. Over here. Could you have passed on that? I mean, I, I see could. the hold, I could but pass. what's his goal? His goal is to kick it to the it's shooter the in the corner, pass. which he does. Right. So we're stopping that play to. I understand if you can ignore that contact, maybe it puts them in the bonus. I get it. I don't want you to think overthink too much. But just be patient on pass plays. See if he gets the pass off. Possession consequence. If he knocks him off his dribble and the ball goes out of bounds because of that contact, we have a foul. If, if it gets deflected because of that contact or the pass isn't clean, then we can go foul. But a clean pass 
he accomplished his job. So just just try to hold off on those. Yep. What else from that half? You guys have any other questions? That was what I have for the second half. Um, any any other plays you talked about? You talked to the coach one time. Looked very friendly, that guy. Oh, he was basically telling me, like, you guys are the best officials you've had all weekend. That was it. So I, I chuckled. I was like, thank you. We don't get that. Very often. Yeah, he's nice. Good. Any, any other interactions with the, yeah, actually one play in the first half the coach on the far end shouted across the court at you on the second foul you called the hand yeah. check one were you did that pop up on your radar that he shouted across the court it at did. your partner so next time I actually was crossing him I was like hey it wasn't that bad you can talk to me okay I like that he was like oh yeah and he started laughing and like oh this is bad so I acknowledged that because it wasn't he was late he was friendly when he came. I was like, okay, I'll give you one shot because I don't like this aggressive. Good, good. So I'll give you one shot. I gave him and he seemed friendly and he took it. I was like, good, good. You you asserted yourself there. Right. And that's something you guys can talk about in the pregame next season going into pregame. Guys, we're not going to allow coaches to shout at our partners from across the court. And I think we need to do a better job as that partner that's not getting shouted at to step up for our fellow brothers and sisters, right? Now, if he was, if he was um, on this side of the court, that's something that you can say to him right away because you had a dead ball opportunity. In this case, you didn't have that opportunity there, but you set it on the next play, so that's good. Just having each other's back, you know? And if we're all on the same page there, the game gets a lot easier to manage. I know you guys have all allowed a coach to shout at your partner just because you said, oh, you ain't shouting at me. But the more and more you get into this, the more you realize if he shouts at you, he's shouting at the crew. You didn't have a ton of plays this game. I didn't. I know. So, so I was just trying, like on my, uh, like on subs, mm -hmm. trying to be like sub. Okay, and use the beckoning signal too. I don't think you're using the beckoning no. signal. You're just because going subs. It was, it was a way for me not to, for me to speak, because before I'd be like, you could, I would blow and I would just go like this. So but you can I do both. Just, subs. We need to use the correct signal. Don't use this one. Would you do one. a two-handed? I do one hand. So and, how do you signal to your partner? Huh? And then you can tell. Them. Uh, subs. And don't do this little sub. This is like, hey, you're sneaking somebody in the yeah. back door. Like, yo, hey, I'll get you. Come here, come here, come here. Not, you know, like, be welcoming, like you're inviting them to your home. Subs! What's behind? The biggest things was uh, using one signal. A couple opportunities you had to add an extra directional point. It's just going to help you narrate the game more clearly and leave no questions about where we're going, who's the foul on. You're just running the game, showing exactly what's going to happen next. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If our podcast has brought you any value in the past, then we would love if you considered joining our mentor program and private community for officials. You can go to patreon.com backslash crownrest to get started today.